Alright, good morning dragons. Welcome back to episode number 98 of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Today, Morgan is once again joining us and she is going to talk about her first Tough Mudder experience that she had this past weekend in Tahoe. So stay tuned. Hope you enjoy. In the basement rolling Good morning, Morgan. Morning. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm dragging today. I'm a little tired. I need lots and lots of coffee, so that's always exciting. I mean, I'm with you, but... Yeah, we are recording this in the morning, which is super exciting. It's, I believe it's my first weekday morning recording podcast out of 98 episodes. Wow, that's so, impressive. I know. I, I, I had a schedule, and then... I didn't. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, we're gonna we're gonna cut to the chase because I actually have to get to my job that allows me to do this once a week. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Tahoe Tough Mudder. Um, why did you sign up for a Tough Mudder? Uh, well, I actually first signed up for a Tough Mudder like five years ago. Uh huh. Um, it was uh, NorCal, but it was called, like it was called. I think it was like Diablo Grande or something. I don't. I feel like there was Diablo in the name. I, I have a shirt with that on it um, because my team made shirts, um, and then I got injured, so I couldn't do it. Um, was that an official Tough Mudder event? Yes, it was okay. an official Tough Mudder event. Um, and then. Um, you know, I just didn't really think one would be in the cards for a long time because I just, you know, my physical abilities and injury and and stuff like that. But um, uh, after a while, I felt totally fine. But then I didn't have anyone to do one with, and um, it just kind of never came up. But then my uh, my climbing crew, Evan James, were like, "You should do this with us." And I actually was thinking about doing one with them and. October of last year, like last minute signing up and doing it, but it was $200 to do the Las Vegas one. And I was like, "Eh, I don't really know if I want to spend $200 on this. So if you sign up for one last minute, it tends to be a bit of an investment. Yeah. So, um, uh, they said to me, we're going to do Tahoe in 2018. So I was like, cool, I'm in. And I signed up and I think I signed up in like November Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was just like, I don't know. I just kind of, I like being outside and I think obstacles are fun. So it looked like fun. So I was just like, I want to do this. Yeah. Um, leading up to it, how'd you feel? Did you get nervous? Did you, did you? Um, I don't think I was nervous. I, I guess like a little bit. I did some, I didn't train too hard for it. But I definitely did when I was, at the, I would go to the gym and I would do some extra upper body stuff, specifically um, pull-ups, just working on pull-ups, which is why I got to my goal with pull-ups. By the way, I have not been able to recreate that since <laughs> since the magical day when I did five in a row. But um, yeah, I just, I just did that and then I was kind of like, I mean, I wasn't worried about the distance. Um or elevation gain, even though there was a lot of elevation gain in this 
um, I think I are, I think I know my body well enough at this point and I've done enough like hiking and running to be like, okay, I can, I could handle that distance, especially if we were like walking. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I will say that this, I, I did Tough Mudder Tahoe too. Um, and it was a, it was a really challenging course in terms of terrain um, just the elevation change and the constant up and down, uh, going up and down the ski mountain area stuff was just, it was brutal. Um, yeah, there were some steep hills. Yeah, it was, it was probably one of the toughest Tough Mudders I've ever done. <laughs> I picked a good one to start on, huh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if, if you, if you completed Tahoe this past weekend, you could do any Tough Mudder that's out there. No matter what, like, yeah, it was probably one of the toughest, save for maybe Colorado. I was about to ask. I mean, because for that one, also lots of elevation, right? But then it was higher. It was also higher in elevation? I think it was higher in elevation, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, I know that I, I, I trained at sea level for it. You know, I trained for a while when I was in LA and Arizona and just a mile in that altitude change was just destroying me. Like I felt my heart was going to explode. It was ridiculous. That was Colorado, right? Yeah, that was Colorado. Um, uh, well you should look up if, where the, what the elevation of that was like to start because you can compare. I probably should. I'm probably not going to, (laughs) at least not this morning. Okay. Um, What was your favorite, so what were some of the obstacles you remember doing and what were some of your likes and dislikes about those obstacles? Uh, My favorite obstacle was Block Ness. That's a good one. It's a Um, lot of people's favorite. And uh, yeah, I just just had fun with that one because uh, I thought it was really fun to get to hold on to the block as it was moving and then like flip over and like jump up and grab it and pull it down. Um, yeah, that's our, you know, um, but actually I thought that was really, it was really interesting because like you need people with you to do that. Uh, like it's really, I imagine really hard to get over those blocks when you're by yourself. Um, and for that particular obstacle, you were like, leading people when I was, when I went through it and then my, the rest of my group didn't, didn't do it. So, (laughs) um, uh, because it was very cold, very cold. Oh Um, yeah. I think the one thing that made the course even more challenging was just, uh, it was, the temperature was cold, but then the wind, like the temperature would actually fifties. Yeah. Mid fifties for the high, which wasn't too bad. But then you throw in the the wind. Oh my god. Yeah, the wind was brutal. Um the wind was just making everything just like sting. So um yeah, I do love block nest. It is one that requires teamwork. Um I also really liked Funky Monkey. Yeah. The specifically, um, well, one, I was like, I was really happy I was able to do it without falling. Um, but, 
the part where you get to the spinning things. Um, yeah. And there's one that you grab onto and you go down. Yeah. It rotates, um, uh, I guess, up and down as opposed to around. Um, I the, had a lot of fun with that. The wheel is vertical. Yeah. yeah instead exactly. of horizontal. Yeah, that was fun. And then when you get to the, like, you get to the bottom and you kind of have to, like, swing yourself in order to reach the the bar that's next. I thought that was really fun. Oh. Um, yeah, there's Funky Monkey is something that they've constantly evolved. Oh, yeah? And it's, it's always really, really fun. In Arizona, they had it. But they had it reversed. Oh, so did you do the... You did the wheels first. Oh. But... Did you start Did you start with the bar then and then the wheels? Um, I don't think there was the bar. It was slightly changed in the sense that with the Funky Monkey we did, it's your, your monkey barring up, you're going up on it, and then the wheels go down. This was all straight. So it was, there was no, okay, like, you don't no... have to climb up. Okay. Um, however, one of my favorite memories from Tough Mudder is after I did, it was SoCal last year, after I did Funky Monkey, me and uh, Sky I was with, Toby, tried to do it backwards, which is going up <laughs> the spinning wheels. Oh, how, how would you even do that? Um... Did you do it? I got all the way back up to the horizontal wheel, and I couldn't go from there to the back bars? to the monkey bars. Was it? Why was that? Because the even though we say it's horizontal, it's not. It's, it's slightly. Yeah, it's tilted. slightly tilted. So every time, well, hey, I just am. I'm not long enough to go from the. The bottom of that horizontal wheel to the monkey bar, to the first available monkey bar. So every time I would try to get closer to the, to the other side of the wheel, it would spin. <laughs> um, even if I grabbed like the middle of it. And then honestly, it was, it was at the tail end of Sunday fun day. So I was just exhausted. Um, but it was, I, I absolutely love, uh, Funky Monkey and I love watching people on it. Um, what else? I, I really liked the one, I cannot remember the name of this one, so I'm sure you'll remember it. Uh, it's the one where there are a series of, of like pits in the ground with water in them and then muddy walls. And mud, you, mud mile. Yeah. And you have to like climb over the walls with help of the help of people and stuff. Yeah. Um, and this was actually a really good mud mile. The walls weren't too rocky. Oh, um, I'm definitely scraped up from that. But uh, is it worse uh, normally? Oh man. Like, that's a little brutal. Yeah. Um, especially if you're like running with short sleeve shirt or no shirt or. Yeah. Just sometimes it's, they just, it's just the terrain. Sometimes there's more jagged rocks. Like, yeah, you're a little scraped up, but like, you're not cut. Except with muscles. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, so as the grizzled veteran of Tough Mudder on this podcast, um, I was insanely impressed with how you did. Um, you didn't let anything stop you. You attempted everything. Um, you might not have succeeded on your first attempt at stuff, but you definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely had, wait, when, <laughs> when you broke your ass on Everest. Yeah, I just ran straight into the half pipe the first time. And then the second time I rolled off it. <laughs> <laughs> it looked worse than it was. Um, mostly because when you hit the dirt, it all like flew up. Oh, I kind of wish I'd seen that. It was really, it was, it was, it was interesting. Um, but I told, I told even some of my other Tough Mudder friends this is just, uh, the most impressive thing was just electroshock therapy. You just ran right through it. Didn't let it stop you. Um, I've only done that once out of the 13 or 14 times I've run through electroshock. Um, well, every, everyone was like, just keep moving. Just keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> so, you just gotta go. Man, for that one, I was like, again, like, like my group of the, the people that we were with was, were not going to do it. Um, they were not about that life. Um, and well, and you weren't going to do it either. So, um, uh, but so like, I, I see these, I was like, okay, it's better to do this in a group. <laughs> so I see some guys like walking up to it. And so I'm like, okay, so I go walk up with them and and I'm like, okay guys, we're gonna do this. And they were like, no, we're gonna wait for the wind and just have it, you know, blow the wit the the wires so we could just run underneath the side where there's no wires. So I was like, no guys, you, we gotta do this like Like we gotta do it this way. I mean, I guess like they're maybe smarter than me, I feel like, but or I don't feel, but I don't feel like they did it the way it was intended, if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so I was like, okay, guys, we're going, we're going. And I stepped forward and they did not come with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, like, more times, more often than not, I just want, like, I just crawl through it. I'm just like, I don't want to get shocked. I'm tired. I'm bruised. I'm bloody. I've helped a thousand people up a thousand different obstacles. So I'm just going to crawl through this right now. And there was one, one tough mutter where a person on the sideline was giving me shit. And I was just like, look, you have a very good point. That is definitely, uh, I definitely purposefully avoided all the electricity. But if you want to step over that wall and come run through this with me, I will do it with you. And the spectator was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I was like, all right, then. All right then, we're we're all right. Um, I will say I was. We were also planning to run it Sunday, but we ended up volunteering. How did you like volunteering? Um, I mean, I, I also I wish we had done it on Sunday. I actually was not planning to do it on Sunday because I wanted to see how I felt about doing it about it on Saturday. And after Saturday, I was like, "Let's do it again." <laughs> but I was so cold um, after the first one. It took me over an hour to stop shivering. Um, yeah. Even though I had the most wonderful, someone lent me the most wonderful jacket in the world. <laughs> um, and I wish I could remember that guy's name. I'm really sorry, but. He was my hero. Um, 
Uh, I wish I could remember his name, too, because I don't remember who he was. Oh. Well, I saw him on the course. It was cool to, like, see people that I'd met um, the day before. A bunch of people said hi to me. Um, and, yeah. But I'm um, I'm not as, like, uh, cheerleader-y as you. So uh, I'm, I'm, like... I'm not sure how I did as a as a like boost people's like uh, or like get them amped again. But I was volunteering at um, Devil's Beard, and um, it was it was really funny to watch people and like to have them ask me what the best way to do it was, and I'd give my recommendation, and then they would just ignore me. <laughs> um, and uh, but you know whatever the the point is to make it through, right? So yeah. Um, Dude, however you can do it, run, walk, crawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I actually like. I actually really liked volunteering this time. Um, the only other time I volunteered was at my second Tough Mudder, and I wasn't as cheerleadery either. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I loved seeing my friends on the course. Um, I loved helping people out. I was helping people out at the Hero Carry. So if somebody was running solo, <laughs> one guy just was like, grabbed me, threw me on his back, and kept going. And I was like, all right. Just like without, like unceremoniously? Like, yeah, there was like, like there was like, like, yeah, it was like uh, the, f- the first guy on Sunday. He's just running and he's like, I'm going to carry you. And then grabs me and throws <laughs> me on his back. And I'm like, all right, dude. Yeah, I feel like it was better that you were at that one than me because I don't know how I would have felt about being manhandled all the time. Yeah. I will say, though, um, despite a couple little things that I think Tough Mudder can do better um, execution-wise with volunteers, I really had a great time. Um, And it was one of those things where when I saw people... After they had finished, or if I had seen people... I feel like people remembered you. Like, we were, when we were leaving, I feel like uh, I heard your name a few times, and it was not people that... That we knew. We knew. Yeah, a few people, a few people remembered me, um, which is always touching. It's always, it's, that's the impact that I want to have on the Tough Mudder community, is just being remembered for helping people get through it. Um, I've often said, if you've done one Tough Mudder, you can do a hundred Tough Mudders. And after a while, it's no longer about completing Tough Mudder for me. It's about seeing how many people I can help along the way. Um, and that's what keeps me going. And that's why, like, for a majority of the time, I stopped wearing my, I stopped timing myself. Unless I'm specifically going into a race to time, uh, you know, to test myself. Um, but you going to do another one? Yeah. I uh, mean, I wanted to do Sunday. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I am planning to do at least Nashville and Seattle, which are back to back weekends. Um, I don't know if Seattle, depending on, um, what's going on with my family. But planning, planning to do Seattle, and then um, uh, NorCal. No Vegas. You're gonna come with me to Vegas. Maybe Vegas. Maybe Vegas. And SoCal as well. 
Um, but we'll see. <laughs> I just listed four four yeah. events. Ugh, got the bug. <laughs> uh, it happens. There's a lot of times where somebody asked me how many I'd done, and I said 32, and they just responded with, what's wrong with you? What? Wasn't there a guy who was like, why? Yeah, I don't know. Um, the great, like, it's, it's the, some of the people are the greatest on the planet. The greatest people I've ever met. I, I really liked um, the people that met after that you introduced me to afterwards uh, some of whom you knew and some of whom were like you didn't know uh like there was just this wonderful group of people but um i got a lot of like hugs and um people noticed i was shivering and they all just went to take off their jackets yeah <laughs> and um like that was just really like really great um the the attitude of people just being like uh, one, welcome, but then also, like, let's make sure you're okay and being really friendly and stuff. So, yeah, yeah appreciate I, that. I, whenever, whenever I meet someone who, who is it their first Tough Mudder, I always say, welcome to the family. Cause it really is. It's Tough Mudder is absolutely a family. You've got, you've got, <laughs> you've got people in Tough Mudder. Just like your family that you love, you go to the ends of the earth, earth for. Then you have the people in your family that you're like, I don't really want to talk to you. <laughs> uh, you have the people in your family that show up at the reunions once every 20 years. You got people in your family that you see um, every, you know, every holiday, every single thing. But like, there's just a special select few that are just. They will, they will drop anything to help you through, help you through an event. I gotta say, um, there's, there's an event called Toughest Mutter, which is eight hours overnight. This is for all the listeners. And there was one in Texas recently where four guys, um, Joe Van Tassel, Joe Herman, uh, Francis, and then one other person I cannot remember. I apologize. Just essentially didn't want anyone to have to do any penalty loops. So why do you have to do penalty loops? Because it's competitive. Yeah, but it's competitive. If you don't make it up an obstacle, okay. So the, you the, have to make it up an. If you don't make it up, you have to do a penalty loop. Yeah. Um and uh. What is it like if you attempt and then fail once, um, twice, three times? You you, the... can, you can stay at an obstacle as much as you want until you finish, um, or you take the penalty loop. Okay. Um, so that's but if and are people helping there too, or is that what your friends were doing? That's what my friends were doing. I'm assuming there was people helping. I'm not sure, um, but those four guys just essentially sacrificed their competitive time just to help everybody else. Um, like I said, some of the greatest people on the planet and every, every event I go to, I always look forward to seeing, to seeing them. Um, like I hadn't, I haven't seen Toby since I first met him, uh, in SoCal last year. And the first thing we did was, his, when he saw me, his jaw just dropped in and he gave me the biggest hug. 
Um, and it is the biggest hug because Toby is like six six. <laughs> He's got very very long arms with which to embrace you. Yes, and it's wonderful, and it's warm, and it's loving. Um, uh, now, so yeah, any any closing thoughts on Tough Mudder? Um, just that it was a lot of fun, um, and, and it was nice to. Um, it was nice to see what you've been talking about, like, or experience what you've been talking about. And, um, you were quite exhausted because you did not sleep the night before. Oh God. (laughs) I, yeah. Friday night, just so the listeners know, I went to a Kesha concert and I got out late. I got out. So I got back to my place at around midnight, 1230. Then I drove eight hours to Tahoe. Um, got to the venue, the course venue at 830 for our start time at 1030. Um, it was miserable. I don't recommend it. It is probably <laughs> not the best way to do a Tough mutter. Um, but as soon as I saw everybody, I just... It's just the adrenaline kicks in and I saw everybody and there was just nothing but love flowing through my veins. Um, and then as soon as we stopped, we got like, my body was like, okay, once you get food, once you get warmed up, once you get showered, bet, bet. And then <laughs> it, it literally was right after I showered, I was like, could not move. I was out. It was wonderful. I, I loved that sleep. All right. Any closing thoughts, or we're going to leave it there? Um, Well, well, what I was going to say, actually, when I brought up you being so tired, was that I got to see you in your element, kind of. Um, I feel like I didn't get the full full Kenny experience. (laughs) Kenny and a Tough Mudder experience. But next time. Yeah. Um, Next time. Nashville will be... Uh, Nashville will be probably the full, I'll be going full Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I look forward to that. I also am looking forward to seeing what, or experiencing other courses. Yeah. Seeing how they're different. Cause I felt like this was very much like long stretches between obstacles in the beginning and not much mud or water in the beginning. And then suddenly at the end, it was just like obstacle, 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 and lots of mud. Which is good, but um, for sure, uh, yeah. I just want to. I just want to know what other ones are like. I mean, Absolutely, yeah. I can't wait to share those with you. And um, I want to start mentioning people in the family, like Heather Bodie, Jessica Johnson, Toby, Scott Cole. I love Scott Cole. Scott Cole is one of the greatest. Scott Cole, baby! (laughs) Scott Cole is one of the greatest human beings on this planet, and I always wish him nothing but the best. Um, Absolutely wonderful people. Uh, And I know I just forgot some, and I'm going to feel like such an ass, especially if they, like, text me and they're like, dude, you didn't mention me on the podcast. I'm like, I'm sorry. Sleep-deprived right now. So sleep-deprived. Anyways, uh, Dragons... This is not my first Tough Mudder podcast. This is not my first Tough Mudder-er that I had on the podcast. So if you haven't signed up yet for a Tough Mudder, please do so. They're amazing. And uh, there's probably a decent chance you'll run into me. Um, <laughs> I'm the guy shouting at everybody to, you know, ain't nothing to it but to do it. 
I was thinking about uh, yelling that when people were doing Devil's Beard on Sunday. Oh yeah. But um, I uh, I don't feel like it 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 didn't it didn't work out for me to say. That. <laughs> well, it's okay. Really interesting story is ain't nothing to it but to do it originated. It was originally said by Ronnie Coleman, um, eight time Mister Olympia. Uh, badass bodybuilder, just an amazing, inspirational guy. So I have been yelling that since my first Tough Mudder in 2013. Just ain't nothing to it but to do it. Um, and nobody has ever mentioned it until the last Tough Mudder, which was Arizona this year, Arizona 2018. And then again, uh, on Saturday, somebody mentioned it. What do you mean they mentioned it? Um, there or not? They didn't mention it on Sunday. It's they were like, "What's that from? What are you? What are you referencing?" And I'm or somebody asked me what movie it's from, and I'm like, no. "It's not from a movie, but it's Ronnie Coleman used to say it." And they were like, "Oh!" And then we would just start talking about Ronnie Coleman, um, because Ronnie Coleman's amazing. But it, I just thought it was weird that after five years, people are um, just now starting to. Too. Maybe they heard you before. It's possible. And they're like, they're like, hmm. I keep hearing this. I keep hearing this guy. Anyways, dragons, thank you so much for paying attention and listening today, downloading, subscribing. You know that I love each and every one of you, and I hope to see you on the course soon. Until next time, work out nerd out. Thank you for listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes as well as a rating. We would definitely appreciate it. And while you're at it, follow us on all social media at Dumbbells Dragon. That includes Pinterest, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Snapchat. Until next time, work out, nerd out.